And now, live from the pod cabin in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a podcaster, a super dad, an eater of giant South American rodents, and JKJ's SO in the ATL. It's hashtag Al. Ask Mr. Tony, I mean ASMR Tony is here to sneak up behind you and softly chew things in your ears. I'm her husband Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus sailor. Hello, my little Baskin Robbins Halloween ice creams. That Whoa. particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon, Patreon by Jennifer Simon, and she said it was specifically for hashtag Al. I, I saw the tease on that. I haven't listened to the app. Yeah. I want to know your thoughts, hashtag Al. Yeah, well, let's just hang on. We'll get into all that. I gotta officially <laughs> welcome him to the show. <laughs> welcome. It's so good to Thank see you. you. It's an honor to be here. It's sort of a last minute at least, or surprise for us trip yeah. to town. I'm swinging through on business and I just like, I have the evenings free and it's like, uh, you know, pizza for one in a hotel room or hang out with you guys. That's our pitch to people. Right? Come on. <laughs> it could be worse. It yeah. could be pizza for one in a hotel room. And in the, uh, like in the Uber on the way over, I was thinking like, it's not dining room studios anymore. Mm. And I was going to ask and then it's in the intro. That's yes, it. but it, it took answered. a long time for us to determine what it's really going to be. And I okay. feel like we've softly landed on it and we're not sure we're going to stick with it. We're also trying to settle on a nickname for Tony because we had Chef Jeff. Right. And with Tony, we've batted around a lot of options. I have been sticking with Tone Zone. Tone Zone. Just because okay. it's fun right. to say. Yeah. What are some of the other ones that we thought about? Well, there was that moment of beast. Oh, yeah. Uh, Arden Marine was on the show, and she recommended beast because it's so not what... Because you wouldn't think that beast would be what you'd call Tony. Right. And that really seemed to catch on for... They, they usually catch on one for episode. one episode. <laughs> there was so much... And then okay. we talked about our periods a lot on an episode, and Jackie Johnson recommended Tamthax because yeah. his last name is Thaxton. <laughs> we don't need it. We don't need yeah. to bring that I really enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. But Jackie, on the other hand, did... I, and I had it ready just in case of... No nickname, just... Tony Thaxton! Oh! <laughs> just, I know. do like that. Daniel, hello. I'm not singing that every week. <laughs> uh, hello, Daniel. Welcome. There's also no robe, Tony, because Tony doesn't wear robes. Bathrobes. Bathrobes. Uh, Except when he's in and, Japan. <laughs> and his reaction, I feel like, is why this nickname doesn't touch. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I wear robes. Well, is, are you no robe now? <laughs> Daniel, do you have a robe that you wear? Uh, I like in the used house? to wear back when really? I was a, a swinging single. Now that really? I'm now that I'm married, it's just pff, who gives a shit about anything. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, mm. this robe was back when you gave a shit about something because this robe was so threadbare. I know I wore it a lot. It was like a translucent. It was a, it was a James Purse robe. It was so comfy. It was a translucent t-shirt fabric. It was so hint great. of a robe. <laughs> it was great. I guess the robe to me is like. I'm out of the shower. You dry off with a towel and then you put the robe on. Yeah. And then you lounge. See, and I'm, oh, see, I'm not a lounger. I'm like, let's do this. Shave, yeah. go. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like timing myself. I'm like, oh, beat the record yeah. today. And I'm out the door. You got to have lounge in time. Oh. Post shower, post steam, lounge in time. That's robe time. 
Hashtag Al. Yeah. Do you still use a three-in-one? You know, I've adjusted. Yeah. <laughs> to what? I don't use the three-in-one shampoo, conditioner, body wash. Do you, I, I think, when you, wait, when you do that, would you just squish over the top yeah, of your head and you let just it just start drain at the top. down, drain down? You start at the top and then you go to the bottom. All the way, just like, it's just one smooth action. Nice. No, now I'm just into like the uh, Costco or Samsung or Sam's Club uh, buy in bulk. Mm. So there's like a giant bottle of shampoo, oh. a giant bottle of do you get a Do you get a push down nozzle oh, on yeah. those? Yeah, yeah, you got the right pump up. handle on pump there handle. and it can be anywhere in the shower. It works really well. Nice. Yeah. I see yeah. you've slowed down now that you're in Atlanta. Yeah, no, listen, deep south, it's easy times. You just <laughs> You got more just, time on Yeah. <laughs> like you know what? I could do two cycles of this. The rinse and repeat, it's working for me. Right. right that <laughs> fast paced LA lifestyle right. where you needed the three and one. Three and one. No, no, no. I've got time on my hands now. So. <laughs> so I cannot wait to catch up with you. We got homeowner stuff to talk about. We got all sorts of stuff to talk about. I need to actually before we get into the stuff that we're gonna get into before we get into everything. Mm-hmm. A lot. There's a lot. Hap- There's a lot happening before anything's really happening. I need to know: is how does Jenna feel about this? She is very jealous about the, the about shampoo conditioner. On, oh, <laughs> about me being on the show, or yeah, you've been on the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's very jealous. She, uh, I didn't tell her right away. I know. I just said like I like dropped it like maybe only like <laughs> like four or five days after we booked it. Okay. And I said like by the way. When I'm out there, I'm going to. We have a mic available here, like yeah, Elijah, like if she <laughs> she's ever here shows in spirit. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and she's actually traveling. She's on set this week uh, doing that uh, Random, Random Acts TV show. So, oh, cool. Um, she's traveling anyway, which is good. She yeah. always tries, like, or I always try to find my trips with her trips, so that mm-hmm. we're like both gone at the same time. Right. Kind of makes it nice. Well, she has an open invitation anytime she finds it in her power to be here. I'm sure she knows that, though. Oh, she's like, we already were trying to figure out how to fly her out here, like, first of the year. We she's need, like, great. ready to yeah. come out. She just we wants to Jenna. visit. We want to bring the kids, too. We want, like, the world oh, to collide. Oh, my God. Right. Elliot, we were... T- uh, oh, did you see Al- Elliot? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Oh, he's looking awesome. He's huge. I think... Elliot and the girls, that would be fun to watch them play. Samantha and Dylan would be like obsessed. They would have so much fun. Yeah. They're just sweet little girls and it'd be Um, be disgusting. What does Jenna do with the girls when she travels, like if she's shooting? So if they they shoot a lot in Utah, which is where her mom lives. Oh, so And so it's like fantastic grandma time uh, during the day. Um, So so far that's always worked out or we'll have like a sitter at the house since... um, I'm there working close. You, I can usually just hand it off there. And then, weird thing, my parents retired. Oh, yeah. Jenna told me this. And they live like the next neighborhood over of all places. And they in were Georgia? in Ohio before, in, in, right? Yeah, they were like in Cleveland. And, and they were they, like, F this cold. <laughs> right. Cold to get out of childrenless it. existence. Yeah. And they like, we Jenna and I went to Korea for a couple of days and they came down and stayed with the kids. And I think they were like, Oh, this life is pretty awesome. <laughs> and so they bought a house like neighborhood over. It's faster by golf cart than it is by car. And do, That's now, so crazy. do they have a golf cart yeah, as well? My dad bought one like two minutes after he got in. You guys are in a town where it's it's specially geared toward people yeah. driving around. Hashtag golf. Yeah. golf cart life. So a lot of people chime in and go like, oh, well, I have a golf cart and I drive around my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. This no, is no. A, so in the yeah. 50s. You don't know what you're talking about. In the 50s, this was like an, ex- it was an escape from Atlanta, mm. the city. And it was like a golf, it was a bunch of houses in a golf course. And people would drive their golf carts on the roads to their house. And eventually they said like, we, we can't have this. This is, this is insanity. Unsafe. Yeah. And so they said, let's build a golf cart path. And then they built another neighborhood and said, like, well, you better build a golf cart path. 
And then it was like a city ordinance. No matter what you do, if you build, you have to put in golf cart trails that connect. And so this city over like 60 years has 100 miles of golf cart trails wow. that are fully integrated into the neighborhoods. It's like a, it's like a whole nother – it's like a subway system so like a bike path. What you were describing to me is it's not like they're parallel to the road. It's like – Imagine the space between the houses, that sort of woodsy space yeah. where there isn't a road, there's like a golf cart running through I it. love right. that. There's like an <laughs> easement between the properties and every once in a while, like between two houses, there, like a path will be built that connects these neighborhoods into these paths and you just drive up onto it. The only thing as cool as that that I've heard of are there, there are communities where they do that with waterways. So they'll have yeah. boats. Yeah. And they'll be like little... I was always fascinated with that. Florida has those. Florida has a lot of those. Yeah, I saw one in Texas maybe where people just like their houses are right on the lake or something and the massive lake and then you just take your boat to the the whatever, the restaurant or the Mm -hmm. convenience store that's also you just pull up in your boat. That sounds romantic in the same way that like a houseboat sleepless in Seattle situation does. But I think I would actually hate that so much because, and I feel like I'm now at the age where I have to just accept this as part of myself. I don't like boats. I cannot tell you how many times, and this is not a traditional boat, but I can't tell you how many times I've been like, I'm going to, I've been at a hotel or something that has paddle boats and I'm like, let's do it. Mom. Yeah. For some reason it was always with my mom. We always, you pay, we pay the money, we get in the paddle boat. It dips a little more on my side, which doesn't make me feel good. And then we paddle for roughly 1.3 minutes. I don't, that's be, that would be one minute, 20 seconds. And right. then I go, let's turn around. I hate this. So you, you don't want to go rafting down the Colorado with me next no, summer. Even if I'm on any sort of seafaring vessel, mm. <laughs> this gal doesn't want to be on it. I don't I like it. The paddle, the paddle boat, though, is the worst experience there is, though. You're trying to paddle at different speeds, but yeah. it's only one gear. Right. And you're like, you're flipping your leg off of it. Yeah. That, that, that's the worst. Right. And, but if you had like a motorboat and you just hopped in and cruised away, because part of like the the golf cart experience is I do no work. I'm just like I don't need a driver's license. I don't need anything. You just hop in and it's all electric and you don't have to like do any work whatsoever. Has needing a driver's license been an impediment to your driving? It, there's previously? a certain freedom for me to go like I don't even have a wallet. Oh, you know oh, oh, I see. You, what you can't mean. stop me. Do you have to have pants? No. Technically, I mean anything. Anything goes Sold. on the golf cart trails. A robe, <laughs> yeah, that's another reason to have a robe. So yeah, no, we love it. The kids actually will cry if we have to take the car because they're like, no, please let us take the golf cart. They just want they love riding in the back of the golf cart. And how open to the air is it? Because I feel like I've seen pictures and these are like deluxe golf carts with a covering, right? So we have a roll up cover mm. because you want you still want to use it when it rains. And so you just throw it down and zip it up and it all buttons to the side so it doesn't flap around. And like our limit is like 40 degrees. If it's below 40 degrees, we won't take the golf cart. Now I'm going to ask you a series of golf cart questions. Please do. I like... Where do you get... get wait, it's electric, right? How does this work? You can have either or. What is yours? Ours is electric. Um, and people always say like, oh, this is like the the most like environmentally conscious area. This is so great. Everybody drives these electric golf carts. I'm like, if a, if a dolphin died every time I drove it, I'd still drive it. <laughs> I didn't choose it because I was being earth conscious. I just love it. But yeah, there's a, you have the gas option or you have the, the battery option. Um, ours is electric and most are electric cause they're quieter and they don't smell. And, um, yeah, we just, that's, that's pretty common. And then do you ever, have you ever run out of charge? 
Oh, yeah. What happened? Yeah. So it just gets slower and slower until it just like creeps along. And so it took us like an hour and a half to go like a mile and a half. We were just like, come on, baby, you can do it. <laughs> and then there's so many golf carts in this community. There's actually like a AAA guy. And it's, it's like you just call him and he has a golf cart with a tow bar on the back. <laughs> And he drives in this like <laughs> golf cart, then it like lifts your golf cart up, and he tra- and he'll trailer it out for you. How fast do they go? Uh, they're governed at like twenty one miles an hour, but do if you-, you you can take that off and go like really fast. I mean, but it's super dangerous because they they roll really right. easy. Do so, you have car seats for the kids in them? Yeah, they're not required, but we like belt them in, mm-hmm. and and they just sit in the car seats. And Samantha's old enough now; we have seatbelts on it. We just put her in a seatbelt, and she just sits there. And so, yeah, a lot of bungee cords. It's the weirdest thing. It's like, it's literally, and we thought it would get old, but we still just like, sometimes we're just driving. We're like, I love this. This is amazing. (laughs) And we got a big limo golf cart. So there's like a third bench. (laughs) So that if anybody comes and visits us, we just like, yeah, come on, hop on. Like what would be a, aside from the weather, what would be a circumstance where you have to take the car? Uh, That it's too far. Mm. So you can only go like three to four hours of straight driving. And if you're beyond the city, then yeah, then you have to drive. But like if for, for the, in the life of the Kim's Jones mosses. Oh. Because uh, I imagine your grocery store is within golf cart range. Yeah, we, have mul- we, we can do multiple grocery stores. I've done like Home Depot. I'm like buying shovels and ladders and trying to put it onto the golf cart. <laughs> yeah. Um, doctor's yeah. appointments? Yeah, if the doctor's far away. Doctor's not in the city. So anything like that. Or if you're... Uh, I don't know, maybe if you're just tired. Traffic like, must be good, too, since everyone's yeah. in their golf carts. Yeah, well, you don't have any teen drivers because everybody buys a golf cart for their kid, and the high school encourages people to drive golf carts because you can park them really close together. <laughs> and so it's like a sea of like 2,500 golf carts at their high school. This is so bananas. And they can drive them by themselves at 15 with a permit. And so they're just like – so the teens are scary because they'll hit you and stuff, but other than that, they stay off the roads and – uh how much does one of these golf carts run you? They can run, they can range between like 1500 to like 15 grand. Wow. What so does like, a 15 grand golf cart have? There's one that looks just like an Escalade. <laughs> there's one that like somebody made like the Ford F-150 Raptor body. Are there, front. yeah, do people really customize and oh, yeah. make silly golf Yeah, my cars. parents is like red, white, and blue and it has like these rims and <laughs> uh, we just put new seats on ours and we put all these golf um, Cup holders and a stereo system and stereo system. Yeah, it's Bluetooth, so you can just crank tunes while you're driving on Is the golf a, cart. Is there a golf cart dealership there? There's like four dealerships, and then there's a whole bunch of like auto body shops, quote unquote, that like will have the golf carts up on risers and they're like working underneath them and replacing parts. <laughs> wow, it's a whole economy. It's the best. <laughs> wow, yeah. um, Daniel, we need to go visit so we can sit in there that third bench of their oh, limo please. golf cart. I'm please do. To do this. We'll rent one for you. Yeah. And if we're going to, you know what we're going to pack our luggage in, or I am at least my away suitcase. Of course you will. I feel like everyone knows about away at this point because it's synonymous with like the perfect suitcase that you want. It's it's a it's a hard shell German polycarbonate uh, out outside, but it's not super heavy. Uh, right. They have four. 360 degree spinner wheels. I was happy. No, that's, let me, let me rephrase that. I was satisfied with my two wheels before because Mm. I just didn't know there was a better life. And then I'd be at the airport and I'd see some smug person just pushing their suitcase out in front of them. Whereas I was stuck dragging it behind me. 
And I was like, you, you too need, can be a smug person. I need to be one of those people. And now that I have, and to be TBH, I now have three aways. We do. We're like collectors. Yeah. I've got three away suitcases. It really is nice the way you can just push it any old way. Also, the carry on and the bigger carry on, uh, you can charge your devices with their charger that's built in. It's really ideal. And they also have an internal compression system. You that's guys, what I like. If you don't have an Away, what are you doing? For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash BFF20 and use promo code BFF20 during checkout. That's $20 off a suitcase by visiting awaytravel.com slash BFF20 and using promo code BFF20. I would like to also talk to you guys about Ancestry. Al, I'm sure you heard stories... Uh, that I told about the way I grew up and didn't know I was Jewish growing up, which is the weirdest thing. Yeah. Uh, well, it turns out my dad, who claimed we weren't Jewish, even though we are. So I was like, not only are we Jewish, we're a hundred percent Jewish. No way. I did ancestry. I spit into a tube. That's how. Like, you, that's where you didn't that's even how, need to do that. But you were just like, <laughs> this is how it, how dedicated. Oh yeah. Separately, I spit into a tube, and I've got hints for that. If you're trying to listen. Get out a jar of they don't they don't tell you this yeah but I hacked the system, which is something that we uh, no I'm not gonna uh, yes yeah, something it's my one percent Turkey and the Caucasus region DNA that I think told me to do this mm. I'm just I'm just spitballing here no pun um I smelled a jar of olives and then I was like it was so easy to fill the whole thing it just made me oh, salivate you're salivating oh, okay yeah anyway I stepped on it a little bit. But here's the big reveal, you guys. I'm not 100% Jewish. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I'm 98%. Wow. That's good enough for me. <laughs> I think that's good enough. I'm also 1% Europe Germanic or Germanic Europe. Hmm. And I'm 1%, as I said before, Turkey and the Caucasus. Caucasus, that's, that's I don't That's really know. what stands out most yeah that's what my dad was hoping would i would lead with yeah um i don't know where these other percentages are coming from but i also have been able to if i want connect with like a bazillion people who are related to me and it's interesting as i'm clicking through because i'm finding a ton of people who are related on my mom's side not that many or no one pretty much on my dad's side is he even my dad what he is he is it's the but but the name I'm not finding a lot of the name I don't think I'm finding any of the name Rosen which is weird but hmm. I'm excited to keep digging and finding stuff and ancestry has all this great they have it's such a robust uh site for people trying to find the story that their genealogy tells them um they offer you these there's you you log on and there's like these little leaves that you can click on which have hints to your family story i, and I there's got like a lost on documents. it before elliot was born because i wanted to get a be able to have for the boys a picture of their family history and their family tree and it is crazy how much stuff is on there it's like great. like documents that your great grandfather signed you know like what and they mean something to you yeah it's like i, I didn't expect to have such a reaction of like wow I really like. I, why do I care about this marriage license? This is really cool. Or, right? Yeah. yeah I found I found out when my had. grandparents came over from Italy, or my great grandparents came over from Italy, and there's yeah. like a you know some sort of thing they signed when they came when they became residents or something. 
Yeah. Wild. It's amazing. Go to Ancestry.com slash best friend today for 20% off your Ancestry DNA kit. That's Ancestry.com slash best friend for 20% off your Ancestry DNA kit. Ancestry.com slash best friend. Okay. So just a little thing I want to announce. Uh, as we did last year, we're going to do at the end of the year a best of episode. And I want to hear from you guys. What are the moments that you felt were the best of 2019? So write in and tell us the episode and the time codes for your favorite moments. Uh, and also what the moment, like just summarize the moment quickly so I can know what I'm even looking for. What if everybody's favorite moments are you asking for the favorite moments? <laughs> That would be and it's a I whole mean, episode it, it of you asking for favorites. Awesome. It'd be a short episode, <laughs> um, but I love it. All right. Um, okay, so Al, can yes. you explain the Baskin Robbins ice cream thing? I was listening to a little bit of Num Num Mondays. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's bigger than Baskin Robbins. It also well, includes Cold Stone. Yeah. Well, Cold Stone was releasing some like. Um, we were talking about their ice cream. It's like a cake batter ice cream with a bunch of stuff, and we were saying this is okay. But the, there's a Baskin Robbins here in Burbank. There's it's like right the corporate here. headquarters, the one up oh, on. Oh uh, yeah, it's like on uh, whatever that road is. Victory or yeah, something? Victory. Yeah, Victory on Victory Boulevard. It's like it says like the corporate training or oh, whatever, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. got it's a drive through. And so we're like, this is yeah. the best. They they set up um, for Stranger Things. They made it into oh, Scoops Ahoy, oh, and so everybody was like that. huge lines. Yeah, because yeah. It's so we would go there, and they had some. It was like two years ago, three years ago. They had some kind of like Halloween mix. And it was the best. What we, was it? I, I can't even remember what it was. It was like Reese's Pieces or Butterfingers in it. And it was like chocolate ice cream. And it was just like crazy good. Excuse me. Yeah, it was amazing. Get out there and find <laughs> it. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm into that. So Afters Ice Cream, which is a local, uh, pretty cool little local ice cream. They have a um, – and I think this is what – Jenna said they had at Cold Stone. It's like a black ice cream. Yeah. That has like charcoal or something in it. So it's like, Whoa. it's jet black. And then they can, they put things in it. Someone submitted that in, uh, when I uh, solicited carbs tonight on patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go to do that. Um, yeah. Someone said black ice cream. And I thought that was actually a reference to, Couple friends, Al yeah. and Jenna's podcast, but I take it it's not given the. Well, we were talking about the Cold Stone one, but I right, don't know but if it not was the charcoal. black ice cream. Yeah, I don't know that one. But it, I think it's charcoal. I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, no. I think I I had it once. Yeah, was it good? Oh. It was fine. Yeah, it like looks weird. <laughs> it looks crazy, and it seems like it shouldn't taste good. But then you eat it, and it tastes. What good. was the flavor? Say licorice. Camp campfire. I don't <laughs> remember honestly. So no, it was just like a normal <laughs> thing. Like it was just some like chocolate Chim- or chimney sweep. But- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just ash. Well, it was it was Bert from uh, Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins. <laughs> yeah, we we were dogging it because we don't like the cake batter flavor, like mm. in ice cream. We just feel. Do like, you feel like mm. it tastes like play doh? Yeah, it just feels like what, what are we doing here? Right, like, right. Be ice cream. Don't be cake batter. You're yeah. much better than that. Oh, and so we just you know. So yeah, I don't know. We were just reminiscing of. The good old days in Burbank and yeah. corporate Baskin Robbins. You live in a blessed land. Yeah. Do you miss it at all, Burbank? We do. Yeah. We miss the people mostly. Yeah. Because um, we had good friends here and um, we lo- we lo- we enjoyed our time here. You had a nice nice neighborhood up there. Yeah. We had like a really quiet for for like everything is like cross streets here. Yeah. And really long roads and we had this weird random like dead end. Yeah. And I we loved that. Because it just nobody drove by, and only yeah. we only saw our neighbors. It was like a little like uh, little 
safe place for us. We liked it. I really like it out here. Yeah. It does seem like you guys have made a lot of friends in Atlanta though. And I say this because like I said, I was listening to a couple friends, your podcast, it's your daily, you guys are now daily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We do. Uh, Short daily episodes. And there's a lot of references to friends. (laughs) How popular just how popular are you not at all really there's a lot the of only, friends being mentioned no. because jenna does those classes where she exercises with a stroller yeah so it's really honestly the friends come from the kids because jenna takes the kids to do stuff and then you meet other moms and you're both in the same spot and you're like oh we should yeah. be friends so that our kids can be entertained right yeah and we don't have to do it so yeah i mean jenna goes to this like workout class every day and it's like 50 bucks a month or something like that or 30 bucks a month but you can go every day wow and they like work out in the park with strollers and so they're they're really okay with kids being there and that's what you're looking for is like if your kid's melting down everybody else is like hey it's just your day great okay instead of like oh, how cool. dare you bring a child into this earth and yeah why why is this child crying at me or right because you're like they're just kids yeah you know so she meets friends that way and how was it for you guys going from one to two? Because that happened when you were when you had already moved. Yeah. So we were only in Atlanta like two months when, when Dylan was born. Samantha was such a difficult baby that Dylan seemed like really easy. Like I had like packed formula into the hospital and I was ready to do battle with the nurses because <laughs> here they really battled us giving formula to Samantha. And she had like... She had issues with uh, She's allergic, lactose, right? yeah. yeah, and they like refused to do anything. And she was like, she was losing weight, and they were saying like, don't give her uh, formula. And so I was like, ready to tear people up. And then Dylan was like, awesome, didn't have any issues. The nurses were like, yeah, formula, I'll give you some. Why'd you bring some? And so it was a totally different experience. Huh. And like that first night, we brought Dylan home. Um, she fell asleep like at ten o'clock, <laughs> and. Both girls are asleep. I've got cameras on both of them, and we're both laying in bed like, what is this? This is not at all what <laughs> Sam, it was like we were losing our minds, and she was thrown up in her bed, and we were crying, and it was terrible. Yeah. Um, and so Dylan was just like a really, really easy baby. Um, still difficult, but but yeah. that So we didn't – we thought it was going to be worse than it was just because Sam was that bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's way tougher than one. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. I, I – um, I liken it to video games where the difficulty level goes up, but you level up as a parent with it. So I remember before Owen was born, someone told us, oh, yeah, having the second one, it's like three times harder. Now, do you remember who told us that? Who? It was the woman doing our 20-week ultrasound. (laughs) You're not making me feel better. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you're really not, lady. And so there's like mild (laughs) you know, panic attacks rumbling through my body every (laughs) few hours. But... And yeah, it is harder, but you just get better. So it's, well, it's it like doesn't. You don't, you're not scared of a diaper, mm-hmm. like the, it just the all first of poopy it. diaper. You're like, yeah. oh, whatever. I, I know how to do this. I've been doing this for a year already, or two years already. So it just, is yeah. weird how easy babies seem when you're comparing them to a toddler. Like mm-hmm. Owen, it just seems oh very. God straightforward what it is that he it's it's rare actually i was gonna say it's rare that you don't know what he wants although last night i we we were out to dinner for my mom's birthday and he was really fussy and but i, I think a lot of that had to do with circumstances right yeah with elliot tonight like just to give you an example elliot is at the he's talking but he doesn't have a mastery of the language so right. he'll sometimes he'll tell you what he wants and sometimes he just still will point and go 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, so we have a, a pull out freezer. And so, you know, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> and he's pointing and the, the, the area he's pointing to, there are like three items, three different <laughs> items. So, so it's like, do you want this? No. Okay. Do you want this? No. Do you want this? No. And it's like none of them. What do you want? Yeah. And so then. It clearly, we're, Alex and I are clearly, we're trying to like zero in on it. It's like, clearly he's talking about this, right? And so you pull it out. He's like, no. And then I put it back and he's like, no. He's like, wait, yes or no? And then, and then, oh, he wants this other one. And, I, and then I pull it out. No. And then you put it back. No. And finally we realized it was both at the same time. So I pulled that. It was like slowly, it was like Indiana Jones, like pulling them out slowly, putting the sand in place. Like, well, because he would touch, he would touch, he would touch it, and then you pull it out, and he'd and go no, no, yeah, and then okay, Elliot, oh, just point God. to what you want, touch what you want. This went on for five minutes. <laughs> like what the fuck? But he also yeah. was doing the thing where he was like crying and trying to say something, and it just came out of like a pumpkin crying, yeah. mommy. Oh. <laughs> so we we always just go. I can't tell what you're saying. So when yeah. you when you want to come back and not cry, then I'll then maybe I'll understand. You. Oh, that's yeah. good. I feel them. like. Because I feel like the fact that I'm not understanding him is making it worse, so I'm hesitant to admit it in such oh. plain language. No, we just tell him, and we just go, go chill out until you can talk normal, I and then they, <laughs> and then they come back and go like, okay, I want tater tots and French fries. Yeah. Like, Great, yeah. no, you'll have broccoli. <laughs> right. I feel like I feel like he will get it when he sees Daddy in the fetal position crying. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> So, Al, you had already left by the time I ruined a series of podcasts talking about my teeth, right? Uh, I did miss that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, boy. Think, yeah. Just just in time. Well, I now <laughs> I'm going to give Daniel the opportunity because he had a root canal this morning. Oh. And yesterday I became acquainted with someone that I have been calling Vika Daniel. Uh, oh. <laughs> but Vika Daniel made me promise I wouldn't make fun of him on the podcast. So I'm not going to. You can. I don't care. No. Um, yeah, Allison, uh, you likes to cue these things up as though they're great stories. No, I, <laughs> I don't go. I don't think I cued this up as a great story. I said oh, good, I'm giving good. you an opportunity to ruin the podcast. Oh. I guess that's true. You did say but, that. Yeah. It's the opposite. Well, um, I like two days ago, I started to get this sort of generalized pain, and I thought I have receding gums. Yeah. So I've been anticipating that at a certain point there's going to be sort of erosion, and I'm going to get sensitivity, and that's just going to be the and so I, started, I thought, well, maybe that's it, and you know, cold. But then it started to get worse, and then it started to really focus. And then, like Saturday night, I could not sleep because the pain was just like so intense. And all day Sunday, I was just, I was in such agony. And I, so I called my dentist in the morning, and she's like, you know, oh, um, we're gonna, I'll get you in the first thing in the morning. Just take Advil, you know, take two Advil. I'm like. Bitch, I take four Advil for a headache. <laughs> like, two Advil. God. And uh, I was like, hung up the phone, and Allison's like, I got some Vicodin. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, let's do this. Do that. Yeah. But, you know, and so I was, I was popping Vikies yesterday. Now, that would take it from like a nine pain to like a four pain, and then take it away. So I just want mm. everyone to realize that I was still in pain. I want. But I think under five is what they want at the hospital. In the, in the hospital that I run. It's, we want it under five. I'm just saying it sucked. People yeah. out there know what I'm talking about, I'm sure. Uh, but the Vicodin, you know, it, it's like it felt good. I get it. I get why you guys get addicted to it. But, like, at the same time, it sucks. Like, there's that weird, like, 
after feeling and so i don't like it the my teeth chatter yeah there's just like i don't like narcotics i don't like opiates but um i I was definitely i do you really i think they feel amazing like i i think i would have a major problem yeah if i had access to them don't i know it's bad news out i i when i had my wisdom teeth out i like they they hit like a nerve in my mouth and so mm. really sensitive and I didn't understand it and I just kept taking them oh. and then I stopped cold turkey because I didn't know I didn't know drugs or anything like that and so yeah. when I stopped I would just like burst into tears randomly <sighs> and like go kind of bananas wow. and I didn't realize like oh I'm like that's uh, what that yeah, is yeah I like want some drugs yeah um well you get that drop Tony <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I want some drugs <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I remember we went down to your folks, and I just announced to everybody. I just want y'all to know that I'm high on Vicodin <laughs> because you know you get a little bit loose. It's a good time, and so Allison started calling me Vicodan, Vicodaniel, Vicodan, or Vicodaniel. Um, um, yeah, in the car on the way home, you were talking about. You're like, can I just share my deep thought with you? <laughs> no, it was not, Al was there for when you accidentally ate a pot cookie. This was that was awesome. That, this that wasn't was like that. This was not that was like, like that. Was this was not like why Diana. Because remember, he wanted. He said nothing for the entire dinner, and then he wanted to know why do animals have butts. No, it was. No, he like came butts. in. It was all weird because you were like you were like walking him to his seat. <laughs> And I just remember you looking at the menu and the person pointing about all this stuff. And you just like looked up slowly and said like, what is he talking about? <laughs> After he explained like four entrees to you. I, I mean, my memory of that was that the waiter was the biggest fucking fan of that restaurant. And like loved, just loved it. It was just like, like, like he would be working there. If he didn't get paid. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know? And I was just like, that. I cannot handle that kind of enthusiasm. And for, he was like two grades below a TGI Friday. Yeah. Tony, I mean, do wasn't you know this story? Can. No. When we were up in Bumbershoot, uh, I got a bunch of free swag. Mm. And I I was doing the, a no-carb <laughs> thing then, but I grabbed some cookies and like peanut butter cups and stuff for Daniel. And so he was hungry and he ate one of the cookies. And he's like, that tasted really weird. He's like lavender. Um, or like an herb, herbal. Herb, herbal, yeah. <laughs> so then later, I I saw the wrapper in the trash, and I was curious, like, what is this herbal cookie? No, lavender, I think, is what I was thinking. And yeah. I looked at it, and I saw that it had THC in it. So mm-hmm. I came in, and I'm like, that wasn't some weird <laughs> herb, or that wasn't lavender. That was THC. And he's like, no wonder I'm feel, no wonder I'm. Tripping. I've been staring at my phone for like a half hour, and so then I look up, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh fuck! I am so high right now. And then with edibles, you just get more. He was still high the next more morning. High. So it was so crazy. We <laughs> had a dinner planned that night. We went there and we did three different shows. And Alan, Jenna yeah. came out, and mm-hmm. Trap Dog came out, and Jeff was there. And we had a dinner that night at the end to like say thank you to everyone. And Daniel had really been looking forward to the dinner too, but he was unable to come even though he I was could there. Not participate in the dinner. <laughs> I just had my head in my oh man. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it was that Vicodin doesn't do that. No, no but you no, had a, no. you had what was your deep thought last night that you wanted to talk about? I, I don't even know that I could describe the thought, but it basically is this idea that um ooh. <clears throat> uh so if you if you thought about everybody's life as like their consciousness like moving through their life and then you took them like a piece of string and you lined them up uh-huh. <laughs> and you lined them up so like i i'm 
I'm going to get so much shit for this. <laughs> no, I like this. Go on. So no, I'm, I, I, I'm 46, right? Uh-huh. Now, I've experienced 46 years. My grandfather at 46 had experienced the same amount of time, mm-hmm. right? And then went on to experience another 30-something years. And if you just line it up, it's like we are all – if if that's, if that's if you were to take a needle and a thread <laughs> and you were to thread all the lives together at the same point, we're all at the same point point at 46 we've all so (laughs) it's a way of thinking about it all as this is the whole ride home it was not (laughs) it's not like it we need some vicodin to understand honey you wanted to stay awake i did it's true so i was was entertaining your ass okay thank (laughs) you all right giving you something to think about (laughs) so basically uh the bottom line is we're all Two and a half and 46. We've all lived a whole life. It's like, it's all happened. It's all going to happen. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's fucking deep. It is fucking deep shit. Uh, you know. Uh, that's it? Listen, Tony. <laughs> it, it's, it's deeper than that. I have no idea. I how thought to it was going to be like the comparison. Like, I'm always thinking, like, what was my dad doing when he was 33? Yeah. He had this many kids. He was this in his career. Like I'm always mm-hmm. trying to compare and go like, or like, I think like what was 1955 to 1986 is the same yeah. distance as 1986 to, mm-hmm. and I go like, oh, I Whoa, that too. Yeah. I, like that seems so much further away. Yeah. The relative. Like, yeah. So the kids now think I was born in what I thought of as the fifties, you know, and that kind of, that kind mm-hmm. of blows yeah, my mind. That stuff. But I think the, I think, for me, what's profound about it is I think about myself as living – I'm 46. My grandfather's dead. But to my grandfather, he's 46 at the same point that I'm 46. You know what I mean? Like Who? What? Like – whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that – I think – So what you're saying is your grandfather was 46 when he was 46. <laughs> What I'm saying is my grandfather was once 46, <laughs> as I also am 46. Do you, do you get it? Do See, you I told you it? it was a deep, profound yeah. thought. Do you think one day I'll be 46? Maybe. <laughs> Listen, you already are. Ooh, now we're talking. That's right. I just want – I need to address something. <laughs> I don't normally keep a bottle of Vicodin around. I had some left over from my pregnancy. Uh, I just – Need to clarify, lest people think that I. It wasn't much left. We were rationing that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I was like, "Don't get too into this." Yeah. But then, yeah, then I got a a root canal today, so that was fun. Ooh, good times. I still haven't really heard how it went, though. It sounds like it went okay. Pretty standard stuff went in there. I, re- I remember he he the 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 dentist was saying things that were funny, and I'm like, I got to remember this, and I don't remember because he was using. <laughs> Words like he'd be, there's going to be a little pinchy, you know, like that. And it was just like, oh, this is funny. But I was in, yeah. When he did the numbing shot, did he do that thing where he like flapped? Yeah. Or what is that? Are they trying to confuse your nerve? Because my I, nerve is not confused. You, you mean where they kind of like, they like jo- jiggle jostle your it? cheek? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think it just cuts down on the pain of the needle. I don't know why. I've never heard of that. They haven't flapped your cheek? No, no. <laughs> I've, I've like been spared all dental issues. Oh, like do you I, have? Yeah, have I've you like, had zero cavities? Are you zero cavity? I've guy? had like maybe one or two wow. in my life, and then uh, never had braces or anything like that. So, 
Look at you. I know. Last time I went to the dentist here, he said, like, these are like textbook x-rays. These are just fantastic, fantastic teeth. And I was like, okay, cool. See you later. Wow. So, yeah, I, I don't know. They didn't ever have to jiggle my cheeks or anything like that. Right. But Look at that. Yeah. It's very <laughs> impressive. I don't know the trick. I... Did you did you do a lot of fluoride as a kid? Maybe I don't know. Moved around a bunch. Maybe yeah. they like did it in the water. Or, huh. You know. Wait, did you get your did you get that sealant put on your teeth? I think I did have my teeth sealed when I was a kid. I feel like they don't offer that anymore. What is it? Yeah, I don't even know what that is. They what are you like about? they like uh, yeah. It was like it took like an hour or something like that. And I think I was they maybe... like paint a coating on your teeth that prevents decay, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know if they They're do like, it anymore, though, because I remember I grew up in the time of those styrofoam trays with fluoride treatment mm-hmm. in it, which is basically oh, yeah. like they shove like mm-hmm. a trough of shampoo in your mouth and mm-hmm. then they stick a thing that goes. Yeah, that, oh, it's so, that was so gross and miserable. It, ugh. Um, and then after that, they started doing a thing where they called sealing. Mm-hmm. Or sealant, but I don't think they do that one anymore. And I also don't know if they do the troughs of shampoo anymore. I don't know. Yeah, but it, I definitely got them sealed. I think I was like maybe eleven. It was like once your like adult teeth come in, right. and they're all there, then they they seal them. So maybe you that's to the get trick. some kind of dental expert on the show. Yeah. Do you guys? Sorry, this just popped into my head as soon as you said losing your baby teeth. Have you ever seen an x-ray of a baby? Yes, oh, it is horrifying. horrifying. <laughs> I just learned this like yeah. last year. It's a horror show. So yeah, for anybody listening that doesn't know, you Babies, have yeah. your adult teeth already as a baby, and they're, they're just above tucked your baby up in teeth. your yeah. cheek. In those fat little baby cheeks, they contain teeth. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're so when you're born, you're like twenty percent teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's messed up. <laughs> Some yeah. babies are actually born with teeth, which is also scary. What? It's very. Yeah. I know. It's very yeah. very rare. I don't know anyone that it's happened to. That would be so crazy. Like sm- a smile, baby smiling with teeth. <laughs> <laughs> like when Kermit. You know how periodically yeah, Kermit, Kermit has teeth. <laughs> or Donald Duck would have teeth too. <laughs> yeah. Not Donald Duck. Daffy Duck. Sorry. <laughs> Did you have a thing for Daffy? Like was I <laughs> into Daffy? <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking of Daisy. Wait, who's oh. Daffy? Daffy's the Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes oh right. Well, did you have a thing for Daffy? <laughs> no, but that—that's weird. But you know, Daisy's cute. I mean, let's be honest, Daisy Duck. <laughs> Who are you most into? And, and anyone else can chime in too. Daisy, mm. Minnie, mm. um, not Minnie. Like Jessica Rabbit. If you want to go full va va boom, and um, are we doing Mary Fuck Kill with <laughs> Daisy? <laughs> Daisy Duck. <laughs> yes. And Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, we are. Uh, I think you'd have to uh, marry Daisy Duck. She seems wholesome. She's cute. More wholesome than Minnie Mouse? Well, I'll get to Minnie Mouse. Okay. <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, you'd fuck uh, Jessica Rabbit. Uh, and then um, Minnie Mouse, you'd kill because uh, corporate... <laughs> You know, corporate beast. <laughs> She's evil. What? Oh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need, but there is something I need to talk to you guys about. There's no segue. It's just stuff that's cool. Less Mills. It's an on-demand service that allows members to continue their training wherever they are. Um, they can enjoy the Less Mills in-club experience in the comfort and convenience of their own homes. Consider the Netflix of fitness. It's an exercise streaming service that gives consumers direct unlimited access to high-production video content. Uh, and the Less Mills on-demand platform features 
over 800 workouts ranging from 15 to 55 minutes from the most popular Les Mills programs. I love it. First of all, Les Mills is a New Zealand company. And thus far, all of the trainers I've seen on there have these amazing thick New Zealand accents. I never want to exercise in the presence of someone not speaking with a New Zealand accent. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys about it a little bit more, and then I'm just going to play a tiny snippet so you can hear what I'm talking about because it is amazing. They have strength training. They have martial arts. Um, they have combat. That's the one I like the best because, you know, I'm into the kickboxing where you don't actually harm anyone because I could, you know, I could. But I just choose to punch Mm -hmm. and kick the air. They have high-intensity interval training. They have uh, dance. They have something called Shabam, which is is dance, uh, dance moves. It's really fun. 13 different fitness programs covering every major genre of group exercise training. Uh, Right now, for our listeners, we have a special offer from Les Mills On Demand where you can get 21 days free access to their fitness app. So don't wait. Go to try less mills. That's T R Y L E S M I L L S dot com slash best friend to get this special offer. Again, to go to try dot com slash best friend. Okay, this is the sh- Shabam tutorial. And why and what to do to get that body moving. Sound good? All right. You need a little bit of space. So if you need to push the chair out of the way, maybe close the door. Perhaps not the best example, but all I'm saying is, doesn't that make you want to move your body? <laughs> it is the best accent. It really is. It really is. I agree. Thank you. I also want to tell you guys about Vetrisin, a leader in animal health and wellness. Vetrisin just launched All In, an incredible new dog life stage supplement designed to be absorbed in your dog, not on your lawn. Uh, so a lot of supplements for animals and for people just pass through you. They're not in a, in a form that can be absorbed by the animal. Well, that's where Vetrisin comes in. Uh, they have uh, they have technology that was developed by world-renowned scientists and is not found in any other pet supplement. It's backed by eight technology patents. Uh, and it's, uh, they have it like customized to the life stage your dog is at. So they have puppy, adult, senior, and it promotes digestive, cellular, bone, mental, and immune health. And it's non-GMO, gluten-free, and lactose-free. Learn more about the technology behind All In and get 25% off plus free shipping on your order at vetrisin.com slash all in. So that's vetrisin, V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N.com slash all in, A-L-L hyphen I-N, vetrisin.com slash all in with code Allison use code Allison, and explore Vetrisin's comprehensive animal wellness line for skin care, eye care, and shampoo. All right, you guys. Mm. I think it might be time for a segment that uh, some would say is the signature segment of the show. Oh, what could it be? Yes, please, or oh, please. Oh, mm. boy. Is it yes, please, give me some of that, or oh, oh, please. That's much crap. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's been a little while since we've done it. In fact, frequently we, we forget what it's called. Sometimes we think it's yes, please, or no, thank you. But this is where I bring up a topical, controversial item, and we say whether we want to give it a yes, please, which means yes, 
please. Or an oh, please, which is also self-explanatory. Now, instead of me just saying what it is, I'm going to write it down and I'm going to pass it to Daniel and then he can reveal. Can you pass this down? What our topic today is for yes, please, or oh, please. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I wrote down the wrong thing. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well-oiled machine. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know what you wrote down wrong. I know. What are you thinking of? It's like ham and eggs. (laughs) Well, it's funny you say eggs. (laughs) Okay, now pass that down. Now, wait, do we have a drum roll sound effect? Uh, I don't think I do have that. I could run home and get my drums if you'd like. <laughs> oh, okay. man. Okay. Well, just make a noise with your mouth. Perfect. There it is. Ready? Yes. Deviled eggs. That's right. Oh. I said topical. Mm. I said controversial. I had written down hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> we just trying to get that salad. It's part of it, right? It okay. is part of it, stage. yeah. Okay. All right. Deviled eggs. Daniel, you go Formulate first. your hot opinions. Uh, not a fan of a deviled egg. Um, I don't know if it's because of my general dislike for hard-boiled eggs, uh, or where, or if it's way too, uh, way too popular at potlucks uh, status. Where I w- I would go to potlucks a lot as a kid, and there were always many, 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 many deviled eggs. Mm. Uh, but whatever it is, I have decided at an early age that deviled eggs not for me i am with you i don't like them either i'm kind of eggs in general i'm actually not huge on right i've i've i actually i'm back to kind of not liking them i i lost some weight a few years ago and i was eating a lot of eggs because it's kind of that's a helps yeah Yeah. and uh so i like got in this mode of like just kind of like made myself starting eating them and then i think i ate them too much or something and now i'm back to not is it a texture issue it a little bit i don't yeah it's like it's kind of yeah i don't love (laughs) that's That's the sound of them flapping your gums while they give you the (laughs) (laughs) texture (laughs) and smell really do not help i don't and i just i don't Love the flavor either. Of hard boiled eggs or of deviled eggs? Any. Interesting. Yeah. Because a little bit they're a little bit different. Deviled eggs is hard boiled plus mustard. And also eggs in general, uh I'm not a person like I can separate like sometimes like people will be like, Can't doesn't like eating meat sometimes if you think about it does bother like I can like separate it enough that like I don't think about even though i know what it is i'm eating right. for some reason i have a harder eggs are eggs weird me out more than meat does. they're pretty weird as an when item you, that came from a chicken you mean yeah when you just like, like think about what it actually chicken is embryo or, it's yeah. real weird mm-hmm. um also the you talk about the smell you know it's like to me it's like they appeal hard-boiled eggs appeal to people who when they smell fart go hmm, <laughs> oh i wonder if they could make that into a food <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah. Have you guys actually given your yes please or oh please though? Oh, oh, don't think that's oh, not part of it. Please. Oh please. <laughs> I'm a yes please. Yeah, go ahead, Al. I like them. I feel like I can't get enough of them. <laughs> and when I was a kid, I had never had access to them to deviled eggs. Really? I, I just feel like. Wait I, I didn't get invited to as many potlucks. Well, now I would think that you would probably have had a lot of potlucks in your yeah, life. Yeah, no, listen, Midwestern guy, you absolutely. know, church going, yeah, like no, that's where the potlucks. That's like p- 
prime central for potlucks. Yeah, but our stuff was like heavy casseroles. Right? Oh, like potato yeah. chip casserole, tuna casserole type things. Right. Funeral potatoes. Funeral you know, potatoes. Those types of things. Deviled eggs, that was like, what are we? At the Ritz Carlton? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, no, we made them the other day. Jenna like made them uh, for something, and we're like, man, these are amazing. We like, we're into, oh, people yeah. who like them love them. Yeah. But uh, yeah. some of we us. We always know do it better. after like Easter because you've like, you've dipped a dozen eggs and yeah. like drawn on them and stuff. And you're like, now what do I do with a dozen eggs? Deviled and eggs. We make deviled eggs. Interesting. Yeah, I'm a resounding yes, please. I, uh, well, you know, Daniel, I really <laughs> like hard boiled eggs. <laughs> I also am amused by, by farts. Um, and I also really like deviled eggs. I think of them as sort of a uh, a, a, hot, a calorie dense food, so I don't eat them that often. I have tried various ways to make low cal ones, like by using just a little bit of the yolk and various other things instead of mayonnaise. Um, but just recently, I made them for Elliot. He w- he liked them. He didn't eat a ton. He ate like he, one half. He'll of just one. Eat, he'll yeah. just take a hard boiled egg, crack it. He yeah. Peel it and eat it. He's no your son. Yes. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I I don't see what's not to like about a deviled egg, so I'm going to give it a yes, please. Mm, I guess the listeners can be the judge. Yeah. I have to be the tiebreaker. Yeah. Uh, Tony. Yeah. You said that you lost weight some time ago, mm-hmm. and you were eating eggs as part of the losing weight? Yeah. Part of your diet. Mm-hmm. Explain. Uh, well, it's, you know, there's like no carbs and stuff, so right. I was just, I was cutting a lot of carbs and sugar and stuff, so mm. it's a, it's a good, uh. Yeah, just making some eggs in the in, well, the, in the morning usually, but then you, sometimes other meals. Too. Yeah, yeah, they're filling, low yeah. calorie, yeah, high yeah. protein. And I think isn't it like on the Weight Watchers, it's like it's like no points. Yeah, or something I think like I've that. Oh, really. So yeah. it's like eat as many as you want because after six you're gonna throw up anyway. <laughs> right? So like, yeah, go for it. You can't gain weight on eggs. Yeah. Al, do you guys have an instant pot? We do. We got what one for you, Christmas. What do you think of it? They're amazing. Yeah, uh, we love. This is ours. I should I should explain. This is not an ad. This is just some chat about an instant pot. Yeah, no, this is like free advertising. We like it. Um, yeah. we do a lot of rice in it. We cooked beans in it once, mm-hmm. and I mean beans take a long time. Not in an like, instant. Pot. It was like twenty five minutes or yeah. forty five minutes, what it was. Uh, we've done curry in it, and it's 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 like amazing. You just like put all your stuff in there, right? And it cooks it how you want it to be, and you can sear inside of it, mm-hmm. and then like seal it up. You sear right. it first and then cook. Yeah. I had one that sat in a box for a long time because I was intimidated by it. And it's also yeah. kind of big and we don't have a ton of counter space. But I just recently busted it out. I used it to make some eggs yeah. that uh, then I turned into like t- one deviled egg um, <laughs> and a lot of hard-boiled eggs. But I've also now made chicken and other stuff in it three times. Twice the chicken came out real like. I just don't think I have the times right. Sure. Like it just came out overdone. Um, one time, at, at, one time the chicken was fine, but the vegetables were overdone. But anyway, I do like, like, I feel like the, cause I can get very overwhelmed when I'm cooking just by looking around and being like, there's such a mess and stuff's everywhere. And, and it feels like it really cuts down on that. Like it's just sort of, it's a, it's a tidy, easy experience, but the food has not been that great. Thus we were far. really scared it's of like, fun. It's we good. were scared because it's a pressure cooker. Yeah. Like, is it going to blow up? Or, right. And like Jenna wanted to use like a broom handle to re- like hit the release valve. Oh, I use, I use tongs pops, because yeah. when you, when you let the, the pressure out, it does like a, it, it sh- sprays and yeah. shoots. Yeah. 
So, so we were like nervous the first time we did that. Yes. I'm like, oh, this the same. is fine. Now we love it. Do you have one, Tony? I do not. Do you know about them? I uh, mm. sort of. I know of them, People but I don't know much about them. About yeah. Them. I feel like in the last year I've been hearing about them a lot. Yeah. yeah. It was like the hot Christmas gift of 2018 or something right. like that. Yeah. It's like, like the cooking version of Tickle Me Elmo from a long, <laughs> long time ago. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me, sort of. Uh, I don't think you told us what you wrote down on that paper wrongly. Oh, oh. I wrote down hard boiled eggs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. but I meant deviled eggs. <laughs> okay. Yes. Whew. I feel like we should just hear, we have some owl drops. I feel oh. like we should just take a little retrospective of owl mm. drops. In memoriam. <laughs> Make it worse, Rob. Make it worse. Someday I'm going to find someone who smears my lipstick, doesn't oh. make my mascara run. You yeah. know who you are. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? Remember that one? That was your fear of what your baby was going to be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doorbell. Oh, yeah. Beepo, 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 beep, beepo, 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 beep. warm-ups. That's right. <laughs> oh, Come I on. didn't know what that was. Yeah, that's choir. <laughs> that's actually the dirtiest part. <laughs> I don't know that's, that's Jeff. <laughs> I'm a kid. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Depends on what kind of pack leader you are. Listen, that'd be a good pack leader. <laughs> Show me your boobs. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. That's uh also birth childbirth. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh I only got one more right here. By a sensual mormone. <laughs> hey, there you go. We collected some of our faves. Well, but there were so many more. I am honored. I am honored. I'm not quite the drop man that Jeff was. That's all right. Jeff know, is. Well, was. He's still with us. He's still with us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those are big shoes to fill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will admit, too, that even if I'm the person that plays the drop, sometimes I hear it and then. It throws me because it's the voice of a person in the room, and I'm like, "Wait, they're you? Did, no, you didn't say that. I just made that happen. That's how smart I am." Um, Al, how's home ownership going? Uh, it is awesome. I I like feel like every time I work on something in the house, I hear Greg's voice in my head going like, you know, you should really figure out how to work on stuff in your own house. Cause like that was his own thing. Right. It was like yeah. fixing his apartment or his houses. He always like had this mantra. He did. Yeah. Greg Heller. Yeah. Greg Heller. He would huh. say like, like don't call your landlord for everything. Fix it yourself. So like, if he's just switching like a, uh, like a light switch, uh, that's what I felt like he would tell or yeah. say or whatever. Okay. And so every time I'm working on the house, I'm like, Greg. I bet Greg's proud of me. I bet if he saw this, he'd be like, man, I'm really proud of you, Al. <laughs> and so, yeah, I like replace the kitchen sink. Uh, put blinds everywhere. I've been putting like smart switches everywhere. Um, and so it's like super stressful trying to figure out like what to do. And I spend a lot of time just walking through Home Depot mm-hmm. and just dreaming stuff up. Um, but it's stressful. We just did the front patio. Yeah. Yourself. We like ripped out. No, we had people come in and okay. do it because it was like, we thought we could do it. And we ripped out all these big plants. And then I was like, this is so messed up. We actually have to know the grade of the ground. Yes. Otherwise, we're going to flood our basement. There's so many things you don't think about. We had a grading issue as well. Did you really? Yes. It's like a thing. And I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Like, it had been graded improperly before. So the water, there's a thing called a weep screed. Which I love what? the name of. I don't even know it. Tony, will you look up Weep Screed? There was some, it's like, I don't, it has to do, I don't know if it has to do with like soil. I really don't know. We'll find out in a moment what a Weep Screed is. I just remember that 
that term coming right. up when they were explaining that the water runoff was headed the wrong direction. And did you like ask him, or did you just like, oh yeah, the weep's great. You gotta yeah. get it's over there by the flex pipe. <laughs> yeah, I did sure not. I did not ask because at that point, like I was so in over my head in terms of stuff. I don't like. Oh, the joints are the sister joints or whatever. Like yeah, I just remember yeah. various things that uh, I was. It would have taken all day to ask. Right. Yeah. I'm sort of on a need to know basis with myself. But yeah, you just feel like listen. <laughs> I, I trust you. Yeah. This, we call the professional sin. Let's just. There are times though where I do, do I do need to know everything. If I don't trust them, <coughs> just depends. Would you like to know what a weep I would love is? to. Yeah. A weep screed is a type of building material used along the base of an exterior stucco wall. Right. The screed oh. serves as a vent so that moisture can escape the stucco wall finish just above the foundation. Yeah, so, I oh, think they had built something above the weep screed. Right, so we that had it concrete on the side of the house. Or yeah, we had concrete on the side of the house that covered up that area so it wasn't able to get the moisture out. So it was moisture. getting into the wood. Yeah. Yeah, so, you, so we had to take all that concrete out. And things like the, the grading of your of your yard, you have to think about like, how the water drains when it rains. Yes. You know, I never even thought that was a thing. And we found that our, so I, I sort of, you know, you become an expert in this shit. And it's like, yeah. I realized not only, you know, what the grade of our yard is, but our neighbor had built this wall that is the wall that separates our yards with these tiny, um, vents in the, in the brick. Okay. So it's all like masoned in. Okay. Except at the bottom, there are these vents. So that all their water drains in our fucking yard, <laughs> which is like you're supposed to have drainage in your own yard that goes out to the street, but instead they're like, "No, that's cool. We're no, gonna let the neighbors handle we'll it. We'll just like drain it into their yard. <laughs> Maybe their yard is dry. Well, no more. Well, and I feel like you like you buy you buy the house and you go like, "This is the best. We found the house. I'm so excited." And then a week or two in, you're like, "I see so many problems that yeah. nobody saw oh, that yeah. I didn't see." Like. Like they had painted over wallpaper, and so then the wallpaper peels a little bit. You're like, oh, oh no! no. I, so now to repaint, we have to peel all that wallpaper. wallpaper, and who knows how they did it or what they did? Or yeah, you just can't find weird things like that where you're like, oh, I didn't catch, I didn't catch. This. You, you, there was a lot of that for yeah, us. Too. Yeah, you're like, you become, that's the bummer. You start to really know about drywall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. stuff you don't. Yeah, so I, I, I got a lot into like electrical things. And mm. like, so I replaced a bunch of light fixtures and you go like, this is the most rudimentary thing ever. You just put the fixture up there, put the wires together and you just twist them. You just twist them and then you tuck them back in. <laughs> and you're like, wait, we're just, we can do so many things in this world, but we're still twisting the wires. Like that's the connection we make. Yeah. That seems really scary. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's funny. Cause you think like, oh, I just plugged something in and I get electricity and you're not realizing that there's like no there's like live electrical wires that are going through all the walls of your house like yeah they're just barely insulated from fire <laughs> right so there's just weird stuff like that but uh but yeah we're we, we've got like this like we finally got the front figured out because our front walkway was all goofed up and and we yeah. like we brought dirt in and leveled it out and then built like a whole um like riverbed on the side of the house so nice. that we could drain all the water around the front and through the back, but slow it down because yeah. it was going too fast. It was taking a lot of the dirt with it. Oh, so yeah. there's just like tons of, and Look at you with your water yeah. treatment. We knowledge. had to like, we like had to figure it out. And now we have like this nice front patio that we sit out on the girls play in the front yard. 
and we just sit in these comfortable. Like, do you get a glass jug of lemonade and put it on a table? Or do you make sun tea? We <laughs> make sun tea. Uh, <laughs> no, we just uh, we like hang out in the morning, so it's like usually like oh. something breakfast oriented. Like we need know, to get some, or We something. need to get patio that's furniture. Yeah, that's our next big thing we need to get. That is the most ridiculous uh, economy I've ever experienced. Do you have a recommendation? No. Like, (laughs) uh, buy it off season when it's like 50% off. Yeah. Because they'll want like $4,000 for a set and you're like, this is going outside. I feel like that's, because I heard someone else make this argument and I feel like it makes sense is like, that's actually the place uh, Ikea is good for the yes. outdoor because yes. it's like, yes. yeah, it's cheap and it's just going to be outside and get ruined anyways. Well, so yeah. it's like, I'm not yeah. watching like TV for hours on end in my front yard. And so, and it's just going to get rained on or mm-hmm. dust or whatever. The so sun's going to destroy so it. So yeah. expensive. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, buy it off season. That's what I say. I need to talk to you guys about Dipsy. 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 It's an audio app full of short, sexy stories and guided sessions designed to turn you on. It's for it's for the women. Each story is created with women in mind. They're relatable and immersive, and there's something for everyone, whether you're into men, women, or maybe both at the same time. Find stories about strangers meeting on the beach in Mexico or seeing that ex you can't stop thinking about on the subway or a partner who wants to up the ante in the bedroom. And also there's guided sessions that uh, can help you unlock new confidence or heighten intimacy with your partner. Uh, three brand new stories each week, so you always have more to explore. And for listeners, of the show, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash Allison. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to Dipsy Stories. That's D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash Allison. Again, dipsystories.com slash Allison. Okay. Question. So Jenna was just at urgent care, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was really sick. She, she just had like a weird cough and... It, she just, I, I was out of town. I think I was in Washington, oh. D.C. And she just was feeling like after a couple of days, it doesn't get any better. And, you know, with kids, you don't think about going to the doctor during the day. And so she ended up going like at 10 o'clock at night. But it sounded like when she posted about it, she was already better. <clears throat> yeah, she was like through it. it. It was one of those where you just needed to go. It, like sometimes I feel like uh, going to the doctor is the nice part because they give you like better medicine. You get the prescription level stuff, right? And it's like your your cold is over like in a day or two. Yeah. When the, with the over the counter, you were going to be at it for another five or six days. Right. So it's one of those where you're like, look, you're just sick. Just go, go take care of it. So yeah, she was that, and then, um, you know, obviously we had the miscarriage, so that was, um, we were in the urgent care like two or three times for that. Yeah. As well. I'm um, so sorry about that. <clears throat> no, that's okay. You know, uh, Jenna is awesome. She's such a trooper. And I thought it would be, and I think I shared this on our podcast that, that it would be more emotional for her, but it was really more of the, like the physical toll that it took of just like, even when we knew she was pregnant, like it didn't feel right from the very beginning. Mm. Like she was more tired than normal, felt worse than she normally did when she's pregnant. So we always kind of thought like something's weird about this one. So when they, when we went in for something, oh, she was bleeding. And we went in, they said like, oh, measuring six weeks. And we're like, we're thinking like nine. Mm-hmm. So we knew right then. We said like, this is a miscarriage. And they, Oh, they right even, then you suspected it we was. We knew, yeah. Because we, we were tracking it. I mean, we were, we intentionally tried to get pregnant. So right. we knew like, no, this is, this baby should be measuring nine weeks. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Mm. And if, it, if you're seeing six weeks, 
were way off. So was that hard, though, from the moment at which you knew something was for sure off to when it was like, okay, it's for sure miscarriage, and then when she actually passed it? I think it was hard. Because um, it was drawn out, right? Yeah, it, it's just because I think because we knew so early mm. or we were like pl- we were so on it that it made the miscarriage feel longer. Yeah. Um, and just like having to wait. It's just a waiting game because they don't want to – um, you know, intervene if they don't have to because you right. don't want to get sick or have infections. And so you're just waiting and you're just, it's just kind of painful. Ugh. Like physically um, painful? Yeah, it's like a like a really terrible Period. menstrual. Right. Yeah. And oh. so you're cramping because your body's trying to push everything out. Yeah. Um, and, so, and, then, and then a lot of times the, the physicians can't do anything yet. So it was just kind of awful. She just felt bad and, and, yeah. And did you get any answers about what happened? We didn't. Um, I think they took some material, but we didn't follow up. Oh. Um, but, yeah, so they never heard a heartbeat. They never heard any of that kind of stuff. Mm. Oh. Uh, they, they couldn't get it when we were in the urgent care. And that's when we also said, like, you know, they're they're always trying to play the right game. They're saying, like, listen, there's plenty of healthy babies that we can't hear the heartbeat at this point in the pregnancy. So nothing to panic. We can't tell you it's right or wrong. It's 50-50. Right. But we're going, like, no, that it's measuring small and it doesn't feel right. Um, but yeah, yeah. So she's, but she's a trooper. She just like took care of it and we still had to raise our girls and do our thing. And, um, she's awesome. Jenna just bounced right back. So How, go ahead, well, I, here's the question. So you're, you're trying for th- a third. Yeah. We want to have at least three kids. So, um, so my question is, are you fucking insane? <laughs> <laughs> and the, you, we, you know, we're switching from man to man to zone. We Jesus. feel like we can do this. We can, <laughs> we can handle it. No, we want to, we want to have kids and we wanted to have them close together yeah uh, and that yeah. that i think was actually the the sadder part was it would so have like, been good timing samantha and dylan are like 22 months apart this next baby would have been about 24 months mm-hmm. apart so like they're kind of the same age they all get to be friends you're in kind of the same boat as you go through and i think that was sad for jenna it was like the plan was every two years right and now what like that's kind of messes the the system up how was it um emotionally for you i so I'm, I'm, I'm kind, of, kind of concerned about myself. I wasn't very emotional about it because to me, like the baby's not real until it's like delivered. Mm-hmm. Then to me, it's like, wow, this is a baby. And now I'm responsible for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really was not, uh, I wasn't like, it sounds wrong, but I wasn't like super sad. I, yeah. I was more like, Hey, if this is not right, your body's doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. Right. Otherwise you like, I don't want Jenna to die. Right. So like, if the baby's not right, get have it go. This is na- nature's way of saying like didn't work this time. Mm-hmm. How many weeks? <clears throat> we were like nine weeks when we when we figured that out. Mm. But it was measuring at six, so we think maybe at about six weeks is when it all stopped. So yeah, tough. yeah, it was it was tough. But we also we were also cocky. I mean, we had tried to get pregnant twice. We got pregnant twice. We had two yeah, babies. Like right, that's unfair, yeah. right? And, you know, and so. <laughs> We were just cocky and thinking like, oh, whatever. Oh, we can have kids whenever we want. And I wonder if this had been your first, if it would have been tougher because I bet it would, but I can imagine by, and this is obviously I'm generalizing on something that I should not even be talking to because I had, well, actually I have had one miscarriage, but that was when I was pregnant with twins. So I still got, so it wasn't the same because I was still pregnant, even though I did lose one. Um, but I just wonder if by the third time it's like you're more like, yeah, if 
if we get this baby great like you're not as attached to right oh we're we i we i finally got pregnant it's gonna you know we yeah. need to have this baby yeah and it's not cash. like oh my god does this mean we'll never be able to right you know? right yeah what's wrong this might not work yeah and that that's probably it because i was like well, we're busy enough with two kids like this is fine um so yeah i, I wasn't really messed up about it there was a 2019 has been a really tough year for us as a family of just lots of changes and, and things. And so we were already going through some changes at that point. So, um, you know, my mind was, was focused on just supporting the family mm-hmm. and making sure everybody was okay. Um, Remind me how many siblings you have. Uh, we're five kids. So I've got four siblings. And you're w- where? I'm smack in the middle. Smack in the middle. I got, I've got an older brother, an older sister, and two younger brothers. Did you worry at all about Dylan having like, middle child syndrome or anything like that. And the reason I ask is because I, after having Owen, I was like, I finally nailed this childbirth thing. I feel like I want to have another one, even though it is probably like, it would be impossible for me to right. have another one. Um, and Daniel would leave Thank me. God. <laughs> and, but I was like toying with like, am I really, I know that, I know that physically I have to, like I'm done. I can't right. do it. But like, right. d- do I actually want another one? And then I had this dream that I found out I was surprised pregnant with another kid. And in the dream, I felt devastated because I felt like, but Owen just got here. Like I can't he will have, have all that time. Yeah. He, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, it, it was, it was kind of a, the dream was kind of a gift because it made me realize like, Oh, I don't want to have another kid. Right. Um, but yeah, did you now granted she's two. So it's not like she's just a baby. Yeah. I mean, it's like she's just a newborn, but right. I think we always worry about the dynamic. Um, I'm a middle child, and uh, you know, I'm not screwed up, right, guys? Right? Huh? I'm pretty <laughs> normal. You got great teeth. Yeah, come on, I got teeth, hair. <laughs> right. um, but I think our parenting style is each kid is different. So, like, Samantha is so obedient and loyal. We don't have to, like, chomp on her. If we just say, like, Sam, she's like, I'm so sorry. Uh. And so, like, with her, it's more about encouraging and mm-hmm. building her confidence and telling her, like, if you have to go to the bathroom, you have permission to get out of bed and go to the bathroom. Where Dylan is like, there's no she she started talking at like 18 months, mm. full sentences. So she believes she can talk her way out of any situation. Oh boy. So with Dylan, you can't talk her. You have to just go like, you're removed from the fun. And if she has to sit on the stairs and we're laughing in the kitchen, then she straightens right up because she doesn't want to miss out on the fun. Right. So we have to treat each kid differently. And so I'm not worried about the third one because everybody's going to have a different thing to, to do. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad always like would choose like a hobby that was different for each kid. Yeah. And so like my older brother, it was like uh, go-karts for me. It was guitars and bass and drums for my next brother. It was like guns and my other brother was something else. So it's like, so I think as long as you have those connections mm-hmm. and you're helping them, it doesn't matter where they fall in line, but what do I know? Only four years in. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> don't listen to me. We don't know what we're doing. How was potty training for you guys? So for Sam, she is like terrified because she's a thinker and she's a head case. And so we didn't start until she was about three and she just finally started sleeping the night um, without any diapers or anything mm-hmm. like that. She was like scared to go and really just like kind of freaked out. So we just, with her, we didn't push because I think it would have made it worse. Because yeah. if you really spook them, 
they'll like hold it in and get distended yeah. and have like really bad problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with her, we just took it nice and slow and we didn't tell anybody about it because we didn't need anybody telling us what to do. And she did great. She just like, all of a sudden she would just flip a switch and go like, oh, I'm good. I'm going to go do this. And she'd take care of it. Dylan is like two and she's she sees things and talks. And so she's already trying to pee in the potty. Wow. Like at two, she's like potty training herself. Wow. Um, so just two completely different personalities. Mm-hmm. They're so much fun and we love them so much. But which is your favorite? But like two yeah. completely, <laughs> two completely different personalities. Yeah. It's so but, interesting with Owen. It sounds like Dylan's better. No, no. <laughs> she sounds Dude, like a real handful. They're both, you know, they're just so fun. They're just, but they're so different. Yeah. And you have to just enjoy the differences. It's weird. D- going back to what you're saying about Dylan being so yeah. easy, Owen is really easy so far. So far. Yeah. And so far. Come on. sometimes I almost feel guilty over how much I don't I feel like he's going to play this back to me one day and be like, <laughs> and this is why you have to buy me a car because you weren't there for me. Um, uh, I feel guilty over how much of my mental energy is not expended on him because mm-hmm. it's because Elliot is such a handful right now and he just started preschool and there's like some slight potty training happening and sure. he's just also, you know, he's like fully hatched. Yeah. <laughs> he's but it, talking but it's also, and, he, and he's also an, like, what were you going to say? Well, Owen's only, you know, seven months old. Right. I mean, he's still... He, he hasn't gotten to the point where that would even be a problem. Well, right. But whereas with Elliot, you couldn't just put him in a bouncy chair and send some emails or whatever. He really wanted to be interacted with all the time. Owen is content to just be in his little extra saucer or on the ground with some toys or whatever. Personality. Yeah. So like Samantha's that way where she wants to play with you mm-hmm. or in your area. Dylan, even as a baby, like at six months, she would be crazy fussy in the morning and would be like, what is your problem? And we'd go and sit her like in the other room with all of her toys. And she just needed like an hour to play by herself at like six or eight months. She just wanted to be alone. Yeah. And she would, she plays really well. Yeah. But she doesn't want, need you to play with her. Right. And it's, and so you go like, no, this is not, this is just part of her mind or who she is or what yeah. she wants to do. Where Samantha has never played by herself for an hour. Uh, we right. wish she would. She, <laughs> right. She won't. Yeah. 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 It's really interesting. I would know. I think a lot of it is first and second kid. Yeah. Too. Yeah. But yeah, but like I do have some guilt over. I'll be like, oh, Owen's, Owen's a person and he's here too. Oh, you're still here. (laughs) Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, yeah, it's where they fall in line and they, they come out with a personality. Mm -hmm. I mean, they just, yeah. We did have a moment though, and I mentioned this on Childish, uh, my podcast, The Gray Fitzsimmons, which I hope you guys will go check out. Um, so Elliot was having a meltdown. It was in the morning and he didn't want Daniel, Daniel to go to work because he wanted to have family dinner. He mm. is unclear on dinner versus yeah, breakfast. When dinner happens. And yes. also unclear on like what times of day things happen. <laughs> right. He just didn't want to go, Daniel yeah. to go to where he wanted family time. So he was crying and we were trying to explain to him. And then Daniel looks at Owen, who's in his little like exorcist thing, and he goes, Owen's crying. And I look over and Owen is staring at Elliot and he's just his he's he, he looks devastated mm-hmm. and that was the first time that for me it was like oh he is a member of this family and his little emotions are uh, his big emotions are affected by everything too yeah, he feels it yeah yeah it's it's wild yeah they just are these kids pick up on everything and there we find that our girls are constantly listening so i'm if i have a conversation with jenna like i was saying 
oh, we got to take the car over to my dad's house because we got to fill up the tires with ga- with uh, with air because one's down. He has an air compressor. I mentioned this as we're like loading the kids in the car. And as we like knock on the door, my dad answers the door and Dylan goes like, Grandpa, where's your uh, where's your air compressor? We got to fill up the tires. And I'm like, we didn't tell you about this. We like we. He's know. like your she's like your smartphone listening, and then you get yeah. an ad for trellises because you were on a walk talking about trellises. Right. So we just like have to we have to watch ourselves. Like no matter what we do, kids are listening, so be ready. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, yeah. But you'll you'll figure it out. I mean, they have their own personalities, and you just have to celebrate the differences and what they do and what they like and. And we're constantly trying to just decode our kids and then yeah. try to parent to that so that they get the right level of discipline or freedom that they need. I develop. know that you're pretty into is my is it Myers Briggs? Yeah. Yeah, I like that those kind of uh, personality tests. Have you tried to do that on your kids? Uh we think about it, yeah. So it's more about like learning the concepts and I like a guy named uh, David Kiersey. Oh right, right, right. His kind of the spin on it. Yeah, it's like the temperament sorter. It's still based on Myers Briggs, but it takes it a little different. Uh, flair to it but yeah we think about it all the time of like oh this is like the personality trait that sam probably has so like so with her we we try to help her figure out like what's going to be the next challenge Mm -hmm. we try to coach her to that challenge and let her know because as long as she knows about it then when it happens she's like oh let's do this no problem and she'll step in um and dylan she'll just like go with strangers we have to like try to (laughs) teach her like no please be safe don't run away from us. So. Yeah, that's like my sister. So I've always had a terrible sense of direction. Um, so I would stay pretty close to my parents when we were out in public. Yeah. Whereas my sister would just wander off. And she has a really good sense of direction and she would just wander off. No fear. Yeah. No fear. But these girls are great. So like um, Jenna's been traveling with them so much. They all have status on Delta. They have, like we got the girls their own frequent flyer numbers. Wow. And like they all have status and they like they ask like when can we fly next? Because they just love to sit on the airplane and order orange juice from the flight attendants, and like they like. How much? I know that you have status. How mm-hmm. much do you have to travel to get status? It depends on the tiers and like how much you're spending versus how many like miles you're flying. But I think if you're doing just segments, like how many flights you take, it's like twenty or thirty segments to get into a, a tier level. Mm. Yeah, I feel um, like the lowest tier is twenty five thousand yeah. usually. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's. Or, or like your spend is probably like ten grand or something like mm-hmm. that. So it's over a year. You have to fly a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then like Southwest, if you do a hundred segments in a year, so even if you have a layover, that's a segment. Then you get like their top tier, which you get like a buddy pass, and you can say like, oh well, I'll I assign the buddy pass to my wife, mm-hmm. and she flies free. Wow. So if I book a ticket, I can book a free ticket with her, and she can fly with me. I don't what it is i even want but i definitely want some kind of status both in life and on an airplane i I just want to get on the plane first Mm -hmm. i don't want to wait in line and i want to be able to get through security quickly those are the two things because if i'm on first i've got overhead space i get to sit down i don't have to do the crazy jockeying where people are like are you getting on the plane first I'm i'm better than you i'm gonna get on faster I just want to like call my name so I can get on first. But I think at a certain level, you get your own escort. I remember Aisha yeah. Tyler, and I think Greg Fitzsimmons might. I don't know if Greg does, mm-hmm. but I know Aisha Tyler was talking about that. Like, yeah, if you're you a big get deal, ferried in and out. If you're a big deal, um, even just like the big corporate travelers, you'll you'll always like I'd be, when I would really travel, I would sit at the uh, at the gate, and someone would come in and be like, uh, "Mr. Jones, is Mr. Jones here? Oh, hi, I'm whatever." and like, let me help you find your seat. And then they would walk them onto the plane and make sure they have everything they want. And I'm like, oh. I would just want the ability to upgrade. 
Yeah. Yeah, the upgrade yeah. is nice. And if you can get sometimes if you're traveling a ton, that lounge access is real nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I liked having the status where I remember once because I was a young traveler and I had like, you know, just a, I had a ton of travel experience. And I went on and there was like 80 people in line for the upgrade. And I walked in and said like, oh, can I put my name on the list? And she's like, there's a lot. And I'm like, well, we'll just, just put it on there. And then when she put my name in, mine went right to the top because I had the most status for the flight. And I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> this is the best experience ever. I just beat out 80 people or whatever it was. It's like th- those are like good feelings yeah. when, you can, when you feel can, like you're given preference. When, you're pre- when your presence makes life worse for everyone else. Yes. <laughs> yes. Tony, with all your traveling, with your rock and rolling, uh-huh. um, do, you have, do you have this stuff? Uh, I have. I don't currently because mm-hmm. I haven't been traveling nearly as right. much. But I've I used to pretty much get ser- at least a, a, some level of status pretty much every year. Yeah. And then what? Did, and this got you lounge access. And- yeah, you get upgrades sometimes. Uh, and then yeah, the lounge access was especially if you're doing because we would do a good amount of international stuff. Mm-hmm. So the uh, sometimes you'd have a long layover or just. You know the the airport sucks anyways, and then yeah. when you it's an international thing, you have to get there even earlier, and then so um, yeah, just getting being able to have like free food and drinks, mm-hmm. and then decent internet, and then lounge and everything too, which sometimes is not always easy in other countries, and yeah. The bummer about the lounge though is like the pictures are always amazing. Like just beautiful people eating really clean food. It's great. And then you <laughs> yeah. get in and you're like, there's this like nuts spilled everywhere <laughs> yeah. and like some dirty are, chairs. Some are like, definitely nicer than This others. is disgusting. Yeah. This is not what I wanted like, my lounge to be. Yeah, the one we were in. Where was were we? It New in, York. I think it was New York. It was New York. And it was just like some sad cold cuts on, mm-hmm. but not a paper plate. It was an actual yeah. plate. And uh, that was about it. Yeah, maybe some pi- a piece, a few pieces of like rind heavy pineapple. Nope. Yeah, yeah. it was fine. And Actually, it wasn't. Even, it wasn't terrible. Why did we have lounge? We had lounge because club had, cars. Um, was it part of the Fairmont? I think we were Fairmont like special premier club or whatever, and that right. gave us access to lounges. Yeah. And then I think, but I think that all shut down, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, Fairmont got rid of their whole program. Their connection with lounge club. Yeah. Mm. Well, they got rid of their. Their their executive program or something like that. Something. Should, oh, yeah. no, no, no. We, we got card. that. We got that turkey right before they uh, cut us off. I don't know. What it was. We lost <laughs> it. Is we got the, the cold cut plate. Yeah. 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 No, I like it. Status is nice. It just and and you earn it because you've you've spent so many hours yeah. in airports that I go like, listen, I paid my dues. Right. I, well, that's know. why I'm sitting here thinking like. What could possibly be worth spending $10,000 and also Nothing. having to sit on an airplane all that much? No. It's like you earn it. You go like, listen, I'm here all the time. This is how it needs to be. And like hotel upgrades are nice too. Um, I can definitely get into that. Yeah. So you'll just like show up and you've like got your king bed room and they're like, oh, we've booked you in the presidential suite. And you're like, yeah, let's do this. So like, you, would you always nice. stay at the same kind of hotel? Yeah. So the we were I was always trying to game – and get status everywhere as oh. opposed to going like, I only do Marriott. Right. And so like Hyatt was running like stay four nights and get two nights free. And I'm like, I stay four nights every week. So every week I was getting two nights free and all of a sudden I had like 30 days of free hotels. Um, and then what did you use that on? Actually when I was dating Jenna, mm. I, it was like I had all this stuff and I, and I showed up and I wasn't – she had roommates so I wasn't staying in her place. Right. And I had to stay in Manhattan. And so I would just book hotels like crazy. 
for the weekends that I was there visiting her. Right. That's when I spent most of it. And then I did it once all my college like roommate friends. We went to a Boise State game. And uh, I was like, I'll get the car. I'll get the hotels. Because wow. I got points like crazy. So I booked a bunch of rooms for people and just had like a big fun party. By the way, on Childish, Greg said yeah. Boise. And I said, I think it's Boise. He's <laughs> like, I think it's Boise. You are I'm correct. Like, I think you're wrong. So thank yeah, you. They'll they'll uh, yell at you there. If you say Boise, they like freak out. Did you know this, yeah. Tony? No. Yeah. And I've been there many times. Yeah. Think how Same. many people you've left a negative impression on. Yeah, they're like, he's not from here, Boise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they say Boise. It's been so much fun catching up with you, I Alan. I it. Man, I'm going to fly back every week. Oh, you should. <laughs> know, you right? with, use your extra points Come and your on, extra whatever. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Tell everyone. Uh, oh, no, no. You know what? What am I doing? I'm getting ahead of myself. I need to say hello and welcome to my new Patreon people. Patreon. Patreon. Daisy, Rebecca, Hillary, Johnny, and Caprice. Oh. Isn't that a good name? Mm-hmm. That is a good name. Caprice. I like that. Um, welcome, you guys. All sorts of fun stuff on Patreon. I just took a little video. The I may use a short, short version of the video to... Uh, promo on on Instagram and whatnot, but the extended video will be on Patreon. Bonus episodes, bonus content, pictures, behind the scenes content, and just me sharing thoughts in my head and stuff that you actually want. Uh, Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay. Al. Yeah. Where can we find it? Plug all your stuff. Oh, uh, Couple Friends Podcast. We've rebranded. It's got a whole new thing. We do daily episodes and then we do a combined episode the end of the week um that is jkj and al uh and then you can also follow me at the hashtag al on twitter and instagram wonderful and check out jenna on random acts tv on byu byu tv or the byu tv app uh random acts or just search random acts tv show um they're doing new episodes now i think i think they air the next season like in january or february nice so she's got a couple there she's like up in an airplane and all sorts of stuff. It's cool. It's cool. cool stuff. That's yeah. awesome. Daniel? Oh, you can find me at Daniel Quants, Q-U-A-N-T-Z, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tried to do Snappy again because I was did? like, we played that every week and I'm like, I should probably. And it's just like it's terrible. The, the two years off that I took from Snapchat, it was like, what? the fuck is that? <laughs> yes. i did not yes. know how to navigate it i did not know what's going on i ended up like following a ton of people that i thought i was approving their follow i think they were like th- and so now they were like i was getting all these messages like hey you follow me and i'm like what i don't uh, okay love you <laughs> but it's like wait are you what? D- did you just say that you thought you were approving their invite? yeah I-, I did that on facebook <laughs> and I was like, oh, all these. Pe-. And then I realized I was sending invites yeah. to like suggested <laughs> right. to yeah. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I felt very connect because it's in the same place. That. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, not really doing the snappy, but uh, <laughs> hey, you can follow me there if you want. Who knows? <laughs> One day I'll send a message. <laughs> <laughs> Tone zone. Uh, at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Bizarre Albums podcast every Tuesday. And if you're in L.A., uh, I'm actually doing a live one on Friday, what? part Ooh. of a thing called Podcast Party at the Pack Theater. Uh, so that's Friday night. 
Very cool. Yeah. And that's like a short version of your podcast, right? Yes, which mine's already short. So it should work <laughs> out perfectly for me. But uh, yeah, each it's like multiple podcasts. Everybody does like 15 minutes. Do you know what so. album you're going to do? I'm actually going to do something a little different Ooh. since it's a live show. I'm going to try something different since I can have visuals and all this. Oh, uh, so I'm going to. I haven't. I haven't told anyone yet. So I'll s- scoop on here. Oh my god! Exclusive. Uh, it's a thing I don't think most people even know exists, and that's why I wanted to do it. There's there. Uh, Michael Jackson made a thing called Michael Jackson's Ghosts, and it is like a 40 minute long music video that Stephen King wrote. Wow. And then uh, Stan Winston, the like yeah. famous makeup artist, yeah. Oh, yeah. All that, he directed it. And there's just all these crazy elements to it. And it never really got released fully in the U.S. And it's just this weird thing that has a crazy story. So I'm going to I'm going to explore that. Cool. Wow. Very cool. And I'm at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. You guys, I'm also on Cameo. The uh, the requests are trickling in Cameo.com slash Allison Rosen. And uh, what else? Can I plug one more thing? Yes, you can. Yeah, so Jenna Kim Jones, we're targeting March. We're going to do a live, uh, her next comedy special in New York City. Oh, cool. We're going to rent out a theater and I got like a production company. We're going to do it like 4K video recording. So uh, stay tuned, follow Jenna, and we'll keep you posted. In the Big Apple. Yeah, we're going to try to do it like in March of 2020. How cool. Yeah, so the dates will kind of shift depending on what we can do, but I'm like meeting with production companies now and we're going to like... it's going to be good. Awesome. So you could you awesome. could be on the DVD or whatever it is know, that they'll have. Remind us and we'll plug it again. Yeah. 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 I feel like I'm forgetting something. Let's see. I mentioned send your fave moments for the end of the year episode. I mentioned Patreon, Cameo, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no, I think I'm, I'm going to remember it right when we end. But uh, I would just like to say I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. About the Alice and Rosen show We had a good time But now we gotta go Yeah, Alice and Rosen Here's your new best friend